of hosts, the good Lord of the most, the one and only Almighty God. Thank you for joining us as we attempt to restore order to the multiverse. I'm here today with the God Squad. Hey Jesus, hey Moses, hey Holy Spirit. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Doing. Been getting lots of sleep? Yes. Plenty of sleep. I actually am kind of in between sleep right now, but go ahead. You're a bit loud. Woke me up, but go ahead. I'm fine. Oh, Oh, sorry. I'm always a bit... Uh, loud. Right. Aren't I? Yes. I'm trying to work on that. Okay. <laughs> Are you? What? <laughs> well, again, I please tell me to shut up when you need Never. someone. Never. Tell me to shut the fuck Never. up. Okay. I'm not falling for that again. <sighs> I, I, I'm giving you full permission. <laughs> well, yes. if you enjoy the God Pod, then subscribe. The God Pod is available everywhere you get podcasts. That's right. We're omnipresent. Also, you'll gain access to an extra 90 minutes of the God Pod every week by joining our Patreon. Become a heathen today at patreon.com slash the God Pod. Do it, damn it. Or you can write us a review. You, you can't become a patron. That's fine. We understand. You can still listen to the free show. But write us a review. Give us five stars. And remember, if you write us a review, I, the Lord thy God, shall read it on the God Pod. Here's a couple new ones. Five-star reviews. Are you ready for this, gang? Hit us. Yes. I so, therefore I am, says, five stars. I keep scaring my cat with my guffaws. <laughs> I found this podcast after another podcast host I follow was interviewed by God. Ooh. After that interview, I decided I had to get the God pod in my regular listening rotation. God and the gang tell it like it is, complete with all the incredulousness and outrage that many of us, this is fucking written well, damn, (laughs) have felt over these last few years. The guest list has had some amazing folks, with Mary Trump being one of my favorites. They also bring levity with the Holy Spirit and her smiting of humans who do awful stuff. Moses' word of the week, Jesus trying not to swear too much, And the new commandments. To sum up, smart crew, amazing guests, and no BS. That's the best review ever. Yeah, it's nice. Fill your ear holes with this podcast. Yeah, it's, it's pretty Ew. good. Yeah, I know. It ended on a... That part's a little weird. But thank you for that wonderful review. All right, there's one more from The Real St- uh, Shahil. The Real Shahil says, five stars, amazing. This is the only God I will ever believe in. Wow. wow. There's quite a few gods out there, of course. Thank you so much. I I barely believe in myself. So that's wonderful. All right. Let's get on with the show. With us today as our guest is Benjamin Dixon. Benjamin is a writer, a podcaster, and a content creator, a true Renaissance kind of guy. He's the author of God is Not a Republican. Damn right. The host of the Benjamin. De- that's actually not part of the title. That was just me agreeing. Oh, okay. I love that fucking title. Okay. He's also the host of The Benjamin Dixon Show and regularly writes articles for publications such as The Guardian. If you're on Twitter, you know that Benjamin is one of the leading voices in the progressive movement online, and we're so excited to have him on the show. Welcome to The God Pod, Benjamin Dixon. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Well, it's great to have you here. Yeah, I've been reading your tweets for a while. And um, I really wanted to get you on the show so we could talk about some of the stuff that's going on right now here in the aftermath of the election. I don't mean to cut you off, but it's like totally weird that I'm in heaven now, apparently. No, please. Did I die? We have to address the elephant in the room, which is, yeah, it's me talking to you. So you didn't die. We're, you're here. You're okay. on an interdimensional Zoom call, which is a feature okay. that that zoom offers <laughs> the higher tiers, the higher tiers, mind you. So it's, it's great to be talking to you. Otherwise you'd have to like, you know, eat some shrooms. If you want to talk to me, which are hard to come by these days, um, unless you're on the West coast, the best coast, but uh, it's, it's great to have you here. I, I, you know, when I booked you on the show, I didn't even know that you had written this book. God is not a Republican, but that's like, yeah. that's like one of my big things. 
(laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's like, I, 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 you know what, you know what, God, I just knew, I just felt like you were being misrepresented. This is why. That's why, that's (laughs) why this all exists. The God pod. It's like, you know, they're always just claiming me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, in, in all earnestness, even though this is still a trip, um, (laughs) I wrote this book for you, apparently. And, um, but I really wanted people to to really understand the role that politics plays in uh, that religion plays in politics. And it's not really about exactly. it's never about um, the good side of the Bible, the love, the compassion, the empathy, right. the concern for the sick and the dying. But that's not what it's about in American politics. It's about using and leveraging power. Yeah, exactly. It's about exploiting me for their evil ends which always involves uh being against gay people and being Damn. racist and all this other horrible shit and uh i just feel like i was fucking tired of people putting words into my mouth How, what, what could be more <laughs> blasphemous than that <laughs> that that has that has so many layers there uh, <laughs> that the audience may not be aware of but um the, the the beautiful thing about it is I, I, I'm imagining you were so fed up with it that you, exactly. you're the one who gave me the idea in the first place. Well, you know, great minds think alike, Benjamin. And it's it's I really it. it's uh, it's too much to handle. It's it's great. So um, <laughs> tell us about yourself. Where'd you grow up? Oh, man, I grew up a little bit of everywhere. I um, was born in Selma, um, which Mm -hmm. is known now um, across the country for the Edmund Pettus Bridge Mm -hmm. uh, on the Bloody Sunday. I was born there, but then I we left very shortly after and I spent a lot of time in Louisiana, Mississippi uh, and then Florida. I would say Florida would be uh, where my most formative years were. And then Massachusetts and then Georgia Ooh. and then Massachusetts. And, you know, I, I've done a lot of moving as an adult, but uh, growing up, it, it landed in Florida. Wow. What part of Florida? Fort Lauderdale. Oh, uh, nice. Actually, Pompano Beach. Nice. Uh, Ely High School. Nice. Tigers. There we go. All right. <laughs> I Anybody's, mean, I'm just because you're ubiquitous, all present. So somebody listening to you right now knows Pompano Beach, Florida. Oh, exactly. Let's hear it for uh, Tiger High School football rules. Fort Lauderdale High School rules. Tigers. Yes. What did you believe growing up? Were you religious? Or? Yeah. It's one of the reasons we moved around so much was my father uh, was a minister. He passed away about 15 years ago mm. uh, this month. Uh, eight days ago, but not that I'm counting. Sorry for your he, loss. Uh, he was a minister yeah. and he went wherever the work was right. um, and we, he never really followed money because there was no money in it back then. Like this, it's this new thing where people actually have livable wages as a pastor is unbelievable to me because mm. we didn't grow up with that. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, that's my background. That's why we moved so much. Uh, he was a Baptist uh, missionary. Baptist is the name of the denomination. Right. And then you became a minister also, right? Yeah. For a hot second there, I thought I was uh, supposed to follow in his footsteps in that way. Uh, and so I, you know, try my hand at preaching. And, you know, I, I honestly, all jokes aside, like what makes my political analytical skills so sharp is because I've had to exegete the text um, in, in a church setting. So it's like, you know, critical skills are critical skills, whether or not you're doing it totally. for politics or reading. Reading is, is the key. It's, it was the perfect preparation for what you're doing now. And, yeah. you know, you're you're changing the world and oh, you're, you're doing it in the modern way. I think right. it's great because, you know, how would your dad feel about these televangelists? <laughs> you know what? Um, he would reluctantly be quiet about it. He'd be angry about it, but he felt right. a commitment to them in arms. Like, you know, I think they're heretical. I think they're out there, but they're still ministers. So he never really criticized them right. so much publicly as he did within his own life, because I think as a reaction to that, he maintained the lowest paying church jobs that you could basically get when he had the opportunity to to do so much more. But you, obviously, uh, you don't like them, right? (laughs) (laughs) I, yes. I think um, think it's a great uh, evolution. I wrote a whole book about them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. I love that word. Of of this battle against um, the real enemy here, which is these uh, extremists. Yeah. And, um, So are you still religious or did you become an atheist? You still believe in me? It's cool if you don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've never, I, you know, I question my faith. 
I am a Christian skeptic, uh, but I, I couldn't put the skepticism after. It's like it is a part of it. I'm not one of those who's afraid to question God, right. uh, you. I'm not one of those who's afraid of um, pushing the edges of our, the limitations of human interpretation. Right. We're, we're trying to confine this concept of an all knowing, all seeing, everlasting, eternal God and shove him down into the limitations of writers in the Bronze Age. Exactly. Like, that's, a lot of, like, that's a lot of arrogance. Exactly. Like how I'm depicted, for example, it, it's just basically they just copied me from Zeus. <laughs> and, you know, this is this is people don't believe it's me unless they see this version. Right. You know, right. But, but I could be anything. It's only what you allow me to be. Right. And the limitations that you place on the idea, the concept of reality or delusion, whatever you call it. But the limitations that we place on it are reflective of what we the limitations that we put on ourselves as human beings. Our humanity is limited because of that same type of thinking. Exactly. They basically make me look like a like a more swole version, an angrier version of Santa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, you've been building somewhat of a media empire for yourself uh, for about six years now, right? Yeah. And, and I couldn't call it an empire until seven months ago. <laughs> the first five, the first five years were just like hard commitment, lights getting cut off, no money. Wow. I'm paying more to do this than it's paying me. Right. And then I, then I managed to help get rid of Michael Bloomberg and it turned everything, wow. turned everything around. Good work. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to talk about that next. But just was there an event that made you want to talk politics and activism online? What was the inciting event? Like what led you to become the founder of the Progressive Army? It really started many years before I started the Progressive Army. There was um, the Trayvon Martin trial. Right. I remember it. I remember my frustration because I had something to say about it, but I did not have a platform to say it. Hmm. And it was it was like I. I not so much that I want attention on me, but I want to, I'm wild enough to throw my ideas out there to you and let you make a judgment of what I have to say. So it's not about me being famous or anything like that. It's about if you have something to say, you need an audience to say it exactly. to. And I didn't. And I felt, I felt weak. I felt like I could not do anything because I had no, no voice. Yeah. I, I feel that I know exactly what that's like. It's like when I signed up for Twitter, and I tried to register God, and it was taken by a bunch of impersonators. And then I start out, you start out at like zero. They don't even give you, they don't even throw you one, like the guy from MySpace. You know? <laughs> They're just like, enjoy zero. Yeah, and then you, here we go. You want to have a voice. Well, well done. Thank you. Um, founder of the Progressive Army. So you went viral in February of this year for starting the uh, Michael Bloomberg is a racist hashtag. Yeah. Uh, based on that pretty damning audio that you found of Bloomberg discussing his highly controversial stop and frisk policy. Uh, now, yeah. it, the question at first is, do you feel like your investigative work contributed to him dropping out of the presidential race? I'm going to answer that and say, hell yes. But go ahead, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, listen, I, I you know, it, it was obviously sent from God, right? <laughs> um, because it was this, it was there, it was there waiting to be found. And all it took was about five Google searches. So I don't necessarily throw that into the category of journalism, but <laughs> I do throw that, I do throw that in the category of ask some damn questions, mm. right? And I was like, are, is no one asking this question? And They're so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and then as soon as I asked the right question, well, a, the algorithms take care of the, the rest. And it took me wow. down five threads of links. And there it was Michael Bloomberg saying the most racist thing that we have ever heard him say, because it was so drenched in classism and police brutality. Mm. Mm -hmm. Fuck that guy. Wow. Fuck Michael <laughs> Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah. uh, Let's just sit in that for a minute. Yeah. Okay, so not to move on from Mac too fast, but since we're on the subject of racist, let's talk about the Lincoln Project. <laughs> yes. So earlier this month, you tweeted, the Lincoln Project got $67 million to do literally nothing, and the Black organizers that helped Biden win probably are short on rent this month. Amen. And um, just so our listeners are aware, using your words, what is the Lincoln Project? Like, how would you describe it to somebody who doesn't know and please be as petty as possible? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a group of extremely wealthy, 
middle age, midlife crisis. No, actually, they're 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 past their midlife. They're in the sixties now. Right? <laughs> Not that age matters because you guys Thank are you. eternal Thank here. You. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's these these men who helped George Bush destabilize the Middle East for the foreseeable future. They contributed to the torture that we knew underneath uh, George W. Bush. They are the men who created narratives that helped George W. Bush steal the White House in the year 2000. So uh, excuse me, these are the men who online mocked black pain, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm sorry if you think you're better than Donald Trump, but at the end of the day, you're not. You're just not as much, you're not as an authoritarian. You're willing to gamble with democracy. And so cool, at least you're in that way, you're not as bad as Donald Trump, but everything else, you're just as bad as Donald Trump. Yes, exactly. They're just both a different kind of grifter, televangelists. Yeah. Yeah. And they raise an obscene amount of money. Incredible. But, But the data shows us in Georgia The reason Georgia is turning blue, and I know it's not final, but it looks like it could be blue for the first time since 1992. The reason it went blue, we have the the exit polling. Young progressives between the ages of 18 and 29 showed the hell up. And out of that group, the people who performed the most in Georgia were young black progressives between the ages of 18 and 29. And so if we know that the people who are doing the work are the people out here in these local organizations, and most of the time they don't have enough money to pay their rent. How dare we throw all this money to these men who help destabilize the Middle mm. East simply because they make a good ad? Hell, I can make a good ad. Oh yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. You know, they, they uh, like you said, they. I, I think I tweeted, uh, a quote tweeted a Rick, a Rick Wilson tweet from like 2012, okay? Right. He was attacking Trayvon Martin. I said, oh, look at this, and I and tagged him, he responded by deleting the tweet and blocking me. <laughs> the absurdity of that guy, though, he he thinks he can block you as if yeah. you're not in the... In he the, blocked me, too. I'm blocked as well. Yes. I can still see Congrats. him, though. I can see everything. Thank you. Um, how can you see everything? Okay. But, but just anyway, log out of my just, account. Just the... Right. Uh, the, uh, just the response, <laughs> this indignant, entitled, arrogant response, how dare you question my me on my past of six years ago <laughs> right five minutes right. ago these dudes are in their 60s so six years ago they were wearing the same underwear they're wearing now so come on <laughs> exactly like that their, your personality has been cemented like i feel like that picture of him that had the it had the cooler with the confederate flag and the south yeah, rise again that was from like yeah. 2016 like it was so it was so not long ago at all cynical <laughs> bastards taking advantage of and, and honestly people fall for it they yeah. fall for it, and it's it's sad. We're going to get to that. And AOC got a lot of pushback on her tweets calling them out. So did you? Oh, yeah. But, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you, and, you know, and I'm in the presence of God, so let me not get too arrogant. But my mentions are Please, so, by all means. It, my, my, my mentions are so inundated that yeah. I didn't even mm-hmm. see it. I, I, got, I have so much hate that comes from my way on a regular basis that I have no time to entertain. Yeah, do you read your mentions? Because I don't read my mentions. <laughs> no, you know, it's... Twitter is really good with their algorithm because they understand the things that would keep me from going ballistic, they hide, you know, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and the things that, gotten better, that yeah. you know, they, they really, they're really good at that. So no, I, I read my mentions and I love engaging with my audience because one, I'm, I'm nobody, right. I'm just, I'm just a dude with a, with a platform. And then number two, you're I, somebody, uh, you're here. Well, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm in a dimensional. <laughs> There's a gleam, Benjamin. I think you're special. And, um, that's I think all that, that matters. I, <laughs> my mom likes me. I think that uh, it's really, it's brave because a lot of people uh, try to tweet about this Lincoln project and they, they, they lose thousands of followers. Yeah. If I did, I didn't notice. <laughs> or care. Um, I think that it's, um, it's crazy the way that people have fallen. You know what I think it is? People, they've given them money. Yeah. And once yeah. you've given money and you've been fooled, you're like, no, yeah. they're great. Yeah. And and you know what, God, I think it's not only the fact that they gave money, which you're 100% like they're, they're pot committed at that point. But it's also because we <laughs> have a hard time in humanity just giving up an idea that we previously held. <laughs> no, no strings yes, attached. Exactly. So that that's their difficulty. It's not just the money. It's the fact that every single one of us, if we're not careful, we will hold on to something that we know is bad just because we don't want to have the pain of changing our mind. Exactly. Just mm. for the record, everybody, it's okay to change your mind. 
Yes. That's the number one thing my dad taught me growing up. Always reserve the right to change your mind. Exactly. The more you learn, the more you know nothing. (laughs) That's that's good advice. Right. I I think that that maybe now that Trump is gone, we can focus on stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Let's hope so. What do you think the Lincoln Project's end goal is? To maintain the type of power that they like. Yep. That they can enjoy. Mm -hmm. That they are the rulers of. They, they couldn't see themselves going as far as Donald Trump for whatever reason, including the bigotry. I say maybe they're turned off by the bigotry, but you weren't turned off by dropping bombs in Iraq, killing half a million to a million Iraqis. We don't even have the real count. Right. You, right. you, you really, you know, so these are, that's the type of power that they enjoy. And that power is completely um, detrimental to my community, which is the human community. People can't accept the uh, the facts about these guys because they've just they've been brainwashed. Yeah. Well, yeah. they they basically, like you said, it's power. But you know, like you, and also like you said, you know, any, anybody can make a good video. Yeah. So they're doing that thing. But the thing is, now they're all all over the networks talking. Yeah. Rick Wilson's on there and uh, Steve Schmidt and all that. So now, aren't they looking down the road to be like, okay, we're gonna get back in that whole George W. Bush game yeah. and get that back on track? Because they're really not doing this for because that's the where Democrat. the real money is, right? That's right. where the real right. they raised sixty-seven million from you liberals. That's right. not that they, but they're they're creating their lane back into power so that they can send mm-hmm. defense contractors trillions. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's disgusting. And now they've like turned their uh, focus or whatever to Georgia. Yeah. And like, it just makes me sick to think that Stacey Abrams and Fair Fight and like you said, young progressives in Georgia have been putting in all this work to flip the state. And they're like, okay, Georgia, we're going to come and save you next. <laughs> yes. Like they saved anything in the first place. It's fucking And they're not going to work when they're not going to donate. They should just be donating directly to Fair Fight. They should just, right. yeah. they can't because they're a super PAC, but they can find some way to do it. I mean, they're fraudulent as fuck. So <laughs> yeah, they can don't do they it. Keep, don't they keep like half the money for themselves? You know, I don't know the particular numbers, but of course they are going to pay themselves commensurate to what they believe they're worth. And if I know this type of person, it's <laughs> that's exorbitant. <laughs> exactly. But in the end, I, I is it? I'm sure the answer is easy. But did they really turn anything for this election? Did they really? Uh, make I'm so a mark? glad. No, I, I'm so glad that you no, asked that, so. right? Because as I as I outlined, the people who won this state were young progressives and young black progressives. And we were the ones in Georgia out in the streets doing the George Floyd protests, not talking about, could you please reform the police? No, we were shouting Mm -hmm. defund the police. And we went even further than that. We said abolish the police. So Mm -hmm. if you think that, 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 um, that the Lincoln project who literally did not get any gains in Republicans, in fact, they went the opposite direction. Republicans, more Republicans voted for Donald Trump this time around than in 2016. So tell me, what exactly. that 67 million dollars did with the lincoln project wow exactly uh, wow we yeah. just got to keep saying it whether people like it or they don't like it yeah it's the fucking truth it's true. so you know there, there's th- lessons to be learned here and i mean we were saying it before the election well <laughs> because they're starting a media company too right i read that last we week just oh. funded our opposition democrats liberals listen to your boy we yes. just funded our opposition for the foreseeable future. We gave them $67 for them to rebrand and start pushing conservatives to run against your Democrat. Exactly. It's fucked up. It's, it's, I hate how moderate Dems will like just push AOC out to the edges and like ostracize her. But then they're so quick to accept these fuckers into yeah. the fold and be like, our tent's big enough for everybody, yeah. except that bitch, but these right. guys, <laughs> except like, that I don't understand. There. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Well, I mean, they're thinking about quitting. You made them, so you yeah. tell me. No, no, no. Don't you put this evil on me now. This is free will. Free will. People are just, uh, they just forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Right, Jesus? Right. That's right. Jesus I forgive. Christ. That was great. That was great what you just did there. <laughs> I hope yeah. people got that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that, um, oh, oh man, we got to, there's going to be so many media companies. Like there's going to yeah. be Lincoln Project TV. There's yep. going to be Trump TV. Yep. You got Newsmax, Sinclair, oh. uh, OAN, Fox News. CNN is like, you know, they still have Rick Santorum on there. They're <laughs> both sizing it. And then you've got MSNBC, which still right. has Chuck Todd. 
Who do we have? Who who is the progressive champion on cable news? Uh, Chris Hayes, Rachel Maddow. Chris. I don't think it's Chris Hayes. I don't that- fucking know. There's nobody. There's nobody. Isn't Nicole Wallace? She works for George W. Bush too. Ugh. I don't know. Ugh. Joy Reid. Joy Reid. Like her. Joy Reid is. Yeah, I like Joy. She's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like there's not she, one. Is one person. She has me. She has me blocked on Twitter because you know what? I got into a little. What? Yeah. All right, it's not her then. No, yeah. I guess it's, it's totally cool. It's, she it's she me. follows me, but I don't know why. She blocked you. Yeah, yeah. For what? I, it was something. It was all the way back in the Bernie 2016 campaign. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Which is crazy because I was that. just as pro Bernie as you were back then. And she follows yeah. me. But well, d- does Rick Wilson block you? No, I'm. I'm, I'm, working, uh-huh. I'm working on that one though. I'm Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you gotta, so there's keep, all these... you gotta keep your eye on the, you know, keep your eye on your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I just announced of contrition would be nice, but um, <laughs> from them, fuckers. I thought you meant me. I was like, I'm sorry. No, no, you're you're good. In fact, you have a blasphemy pass. I, I should have told you at the beginning. Okay. Just blaspheme as much as you want. For all this right. hour only. All right. Shit. No, I, I, I actually believe this stuff. I'm not blaspheming anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope you uh, can forgive me. So um, enough about those dummies. Let's uh, let's t- spend some time talking about your goals with the Progressive Army. Yeah. So the Progressive Army is actually has evolved. We're we're not really. I'm not pushing that mantle anymore. And it's not because I don't believe in it, but it was because like, I really felt it just came to me in a, um, in an episode where I was considering what it's going to take for humanity to actually survive. Right. Instead of destroy ourselves as we see that we're more than capable of doing. And there's, it just, the future is progressive. It has to be because if we don't embark on a more egalitarian approach, a more humanistic approach rooted in science, but with coexistence. Well, I'll use that one. Coexistence. If we don't embrace that, we are going to destroy ourselves. And I'm sorry, I'm I, my empathy goes beyond my children. I want my children's children to have a planet. Yeah. I want their children. And, and I don't feel like we are doing anything for the benefit of two or three generations from here. So we have to be progressive or else we're going to destroy ourselves. So the new mantle is the future is progressive. Hashtag TFIP. Nice. Exactly. Like, why, why not just give it a chance? Yeah. Give it a chance. Like, isn't the rest of the world pretty progressive? <laughs> we're so far behind in this country, but it's because we've allowed ourselves to become the victims of greed. We have allowed ourselves to be, you know, the reason we pay we pay people millions, billions, billions of dollars to make a profit off of people who are struggling with cancer and leukemia and, and HIV and, and COVID-19. There are people who make a profit off of our misery. And you can that's why they're letting it get so bad, huh? Well, God, that you you you've got me in a place where I don't know if I want to go with you on that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking a lot. Not, I'm just asking the questions. But here. you know what? But you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I'm leery of that because people will instantly label that as a as a conspiracy. Yeah, but what's sorry. the truth? We'll, we'll strike no, that no, from no, the no, record, no. Jesus. No, no. Okay. I want you to hear me though. <laughs> hear me. The truth is is no matter what their motivation is, whether they are allowing it to spread for that type of purpose, the fact of the matter is, is the more people who get sick in this country, the richer a group of people get in the healthcare industry. So no matter if you think it's conspiracy, it's still the truth. It's surging in every single state in the the worst category, surging like out of control. Pretty soon the hospitals are gonna be overrun in the entire country. Oh man. And yeah. think of the flip side of that, right? It's 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 the fact that we we knew what we were dealing with when we let our guards down the most. And we knew and I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking yeah. about the fact that if he had not been in office, we would have at least 200,000 people still alive. I mean, that's that's a big thing. But we knew that when we in 2016, we understood that Donald Trump was going to be c- cataclysmic, but we couldn't stop ourselves, could we, America? And what's devastating about it is that 250,000 people uh, have died currently, right? Yeah. It's going to be... 400,000 probably by January and 71 
million people did not care about this, did not care about that he's attacking scientists saying to fire Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I think this, you have to look at what they're doing with these cable news networks. And that that's where it's at in yeah. programming these people and brainwashing them. And right. I think something needs to be done about regulating this disinformation profit engine. You know, you know I, I can't agree with you more. It is it is so critical. But here's here's the here's the calamity, right? Here's the here's the rub. Democracy is so fragile. Democracy is so fragile that if you get one person who realizes all he has to do is say, oh, I don't care. I have no shame. You can't put me in place. He knows the cheat code for this country. There's really literally nothing that actually has to take place in terms of a transition if Donald Trump actually wanted to stop it. Because it's all based on it's based on a, you know, 1776 gentleman's agreement that you would have right. a peaceful transfer of power. So there's no law that is currently protecting us. So do you think that he's going to leave office in, I th- in January? I think it would only if it happens, it will only be the result of whoever that one person is on the face of this planet that he actually cares about their opinion, letting him know that you look like a child who would destroy <laughs> the entirety of this country for the sake of your ego. So in my head, I was like Melania and I was like, no, that's fucking wrong. God. So Ivanka, I love this. Um, <laughs> Rudy, if Rudy says it, it's over. Rudy, Rudy yes. will oh never say it. Are you kidding? Right, me? that's the that's the rub. I don't know, <laughs> man. We need Borat to get pull out some more tapes so he can get a little pressure on him because because <laughs> we're not playing. I mean, this is some serious stuff we're talking about here, right? They're already they're yeah. still angry about losing the first civil war. They're so ready to start a second one. So okay, and then we got us on, on, on our side of the equation. Like, what do they expect us to do if Donald Trump actually steals this election from us? Do they expect us to lie down? No. Oh. They, they, and he's he's firing all the people at the top of the military because what's going to come down to is will the military do what he wants? And and they, I don't think that they will. No, don't they hate him? Well, the I, rank and file. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one one person in command who's willing to do it. Right. Because he can just continue firing people and firing people and firing people who refuse it because that's that's the structure. He's the commander in chief Hmm. and he's going to get down to that one, you know, runt uh, who is more who actually believes. Yeah, they're not. They probably he probably could go down and find a brigadier general. Uh, Well, that's exactly what he did in the Department Hmm. of Defense. He got a brigadier general to replace the person who would not do what he said. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I don't think that he's um, above organizing his own paramilitary force and occupying the white house. There's so many, it's like a fortress now. Yeah. Yeah. They're already preparing for that. And listen, I am never afraid of being wrong. In fact, I need me. I I want, I hope we're wrong. I want to be (laughs) wrong, but I can't responsibly look at all the pieces of the puzzle that are on the table and just say, Oh, it's denied. Don't worry. It's, it's fine. It's nothing. I did notice yesterday, recently, it's, it seems a few people, at least, are starting to say, eh, it's over, buddy. Um, Robert Jeffress yesterday, remember Jesus? You know Robert oh. Jeffress, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we talked about, about him, him a lot. Big scumbag. And um, he, he supported Trump. He was the first evangelical, really, to support Trump. And he, even he says, it's over. May God bless Joe Biden. And I'm like, okay, I will, but not, I'll try to help with this <laughs> this battle for you know humanity's soul but don't tell me what to do robert jeffers anyway um the governor, the governor of ohio, of ohio. Uh, big deal when they accept reality susan collins susan collins slowly. yeah also, this morning yeah, the whole world let's not forget but um and that's it's what it's going to take watch it happen. Yeah. that's what it, that is literally what it's going to take it is going to take a moment of consensus between people who otherwise would go to war with each other. It is going to take a moment of consensus with conservatives, liberals, uh, 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 libertarians, socialists, for all of us to say enough is enough, Donald. Yeah, we would I think like I, to have a country after you leave. Yeah. 
I, I saw a, uh, a couple polls in the recent days. One was that 80% of Republicans think the election was stolen. Okay. Ugh. You know, the, Jesus their feelings Christ. are raw. Don't bring Jesus into this. <laughs> <laughs> I think, <laughs> but, uh, another poll I saw today, a newer one said that 80% of Americans realize that the election is over and Joe Biden won. Yes. 3% okay. think that Trump won. Okay. Well, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. So the odds are in our favor. Uh, the, the odds are in our favor. But the longer this stretches out, yeah. Donald Trump has employed a strategy that if they're repeating these talking points over and over and over again to the point where they mm. may make some liberal second guess whether or not, well, were these mail-in ballots actually legal or are they? That's the power of rhetoric. That's the power of propaganda. Yep. And that's what they have plenty of time to do to us. And and you know what they I've noticed that they always do, Benjamin, is is they're they know how to negotiate. Okay. Yep. Their opening offer is fascism. <laughs> exactly. And Democrats opening offer is eh, please don't. <laughs> and and I think that's why that's why me, being that I'm God, I'm like, you know what? I'm not on your side. I'm super duper progressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Abolish the police. Yes. yes. That's yes. our opening offer. Right. right. <laughs> I'll somebody... meet you. I'll meet you in the middle, maybe. Maybe. So think of this, right? If we if you look at it like a dialectic, there you are having to represent the goodness of the universe and saying that in order for me to best represent this, I have to go to the extreme end of this spectrum. And and if you if you want police unions at the love. table, it's done out of love. Well, it's done out of love, but you you understand the balance, right? Because yeah. they have police unions at the table. The only way that you can get a proper center is if you have the side that says defund the police at the exactly. table as well. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm glad that uh, I'm not alone in realizing this. It's it's so simple. It's it's not hard. Why did they bring back Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer? <laughs> so what's well, up? You tell me, God. I've been wondering uh, for a minute. Shit is fucked up. <laughs> what's life going to look like for you after COVID? I mean, is there life after COVID? That's yeah, another it's question. Gotta, it's got to be right. Um, you know, we're, 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 um, we're resilient people and we will come through this. And I'm wild enough to believe that the, the way we solve COVID is something that can help actually advance us. I think there's gotta be something ultimately that good, good that comes of this, all right. Of this, of this terrible time that didn't have to be so terrible. So maybe all we get for this from this is the lesson inside of ourselves to realize the level of destruction we can cause ourselves if we just don't give a damn about somebody else. Exactly. Like, you know, how do you teach people that they should care? Yeah. It's been a question I've wrestled with for a decade. How do you, you know, teach I'm all out of fucks. Oh, I'm so cool. <laughs> Both sides are the same. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Oh, and, man. you know, I guess now, now they learn their lesson. I'm hoping we do because we have a great capacity for ignorance. And what I'm hopeful in is our capacity for brilliance. Well, thanks, Benjamin. That's a beautiful place to uh, end our interview. That was fascinating. Care to stick around for the me damn news? Sure. Let's do it. All right. We'll be right back after Moses's word of the week. So, uh, my word of the week is, uh, is, is quite important for these times. It's uh, Mishigaz. Now, uh, Mishigaz is basically craziness, the act of craziness. Uh, mm. Craziness done by crazy people, which are, are called Mishiganas. <laughs> so not to have those two mixed up. <laughs> but I'll, I'll explain it to you. Uh, like, those fucking Mishiganas over at the Lincoln Project <laughs> need to cease their Mishigaz which is fucking with moving this country forward due to their greed for money, greed for power, egos, and profiting off of our fears. So prepare yourselves, because once this election is over, these Meshuganas will go right back to where they began, which is infecting this country with more Michigas. Moses has spoken. Ooh, <laughs> Moses has spoken now, has he? Get your own tagline. <laughs> no, that's great. Meshuganas and Michigas. Not to be confused with Michiganders, who are exactly. nice people. Because there's some well, good people out there. Yeah, yeah a, few, a few of them. Yeah. Okay. 
sure. <laughs> Jesus does not. Supporters. Jesus does not like Michigan. Okay, Michigan went blue. Jesus, there. Michigan went blue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it. It's it. <laughs> it's, it's time for the me damn news. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo freaked everyone out on Twitter when he announced that there will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. Uh, uh, and he said it with a smile. He was he proud of his uh, maybe a joke, maybe not. It, it, he's going to say it was a joke, but of course it wasn't a joke. Mm-mm. Yeah. Who does he mm-hmm. think he is? First of all, the Bible verse isn't be still and know that Mike Pompeo is God. It's be still and know that I am God. Me. I'm God, motherfucker. You are God. Mike Pompeo, he thinks this is called Republican humor, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's joking. I know that I learned what sedition means because I didn't know that before. Did y'all know What's what that? that meant? No. Mm-mm. It means conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or a monarch. No, mm. sedition. Yeah. Oh, okay. So sedition okay. is essentially yeah. punk rock. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Joe so, Strummer. So Mike Pompeo is punk rock? Because that doesn't uh, I, no, uh, That's not what I meant. No, okay. okay yeah. <laughs> Mike well, Pompeo is, he's soft rock. He's air supply. <laughs> oh my God, he's mean. Uh, that's mean. That's mean. He's yacht rock. Okay. Yeah. So you, you don't think that he's kidding. You think that they're really going for it. Yeah. Um, nah. It seems like they're, they're full of shit. Movie, but... He's got marching orders from up top. He has yeah. to, he can't admit that. Biden's he says that, that that smirk says, I know this is over, but I'm here to troll the libs. Donald right. Trump is still your president. You know, it's basically the equivalent of Scott Bayo rearranging, you know, candles at uh, Home Goods to say still your president. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Guy, can I ask you a question real quick? Yes. Yes, please. So, so, so do you think then that these people are just playing a role like like uh, Mike Pompeo is saying, listen, folks, yes. I have to do this because if I don't, he's going to fire me and put somebody else in here. So I'm going to play the game. Uh, That's totally. a lot. You're, you're, you're putting a lot of faith in them, man. You really believe in human, human beings, don't you? No, 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 no. I believe that um, Donald Trump is a broke motherfucker <laughs> and that they're sending 25 to 30 emails it. a day. That are all intended to raise money for this broke-ass bitch. And Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday there was just a story that said any donation under $8,000 gets pocketed. Did y'all see that? Yeah. It goes Mm -hmm. to his new pack and Donald Trump. Exactly. Okay. He's just like the Lincoln Project. So he's using the presidency and all these people, all the president's men to uh, try and get as much money as they can on his way out the door and in the future. And he needs to, you know. Hey, man. Yeah. From your lips to, from to, well, no, it goes to you already. So from my lips to your ears. <laughs> That's my take on it. I, I hope I'm not wrong. Yeah. Um, no, I hope you're I right. I hope you're right. Because because if the if the worst case scenario is that he he cons America out, out of, you know, out of about a hundred million dollars, then you actually we came out ahead. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and he's just taking that from his QAnon supporters. So, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? It's I, we talked to Mary Trump and I feel like, you know, when you get to when you read her book and you talk to her, you get the distinct impression that this man is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like. He can't he can't write a book. He can't read a book. He's just he's in it for the money. Yeah. Like he's got he's at least four hundred and twenty million to a billion dollars in debt. Like he can start Trump TV if he wants to, but it's gonna go bankrupt like before it even starts. Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Know. Maybe he'll get some big backers, you know. Wow. Who's gonna advertise on that channel? You need advertising. Trumpy I mean, bear, Fox. Trumpy Bear, oh, Trump Pillow, too. my pillow. He, Donald Trump can make <laughs> Donald Trump can make 50 million a year just on YouTube. So, you yeah. know, YouTube is more than happy to find someone to put an ad on his on his television. Yeah, I network. guess. Oh, well, yeah, I thought like cable because like Fox News is just all catheter ads all yeah. the time. Yeah. And Tom Selleck trying to take your house. Yes. All right. <laughs> Let's get to our 
fucking Trumps are never going away. He's going to run in 2024. Wait, you'll, if he's alive. Uh, so so <laughs> can you just tell me that what, what are you waiting on, God? Like, I, I'm got to be careful here. I, I don't want to, you know, blaspheme. But, but can't you don't you have a solution for this? <laughs> Mysterious ways. <laughs> you're going to love it. You're going to love it. I hope you're enjoying it now. It's personally, be the biggest. personally, I'm flipping back and forth between Fox News, OAN and Newsmax for the lulls right now because I'm laughing at these fools. <laughs> All right. Next story. Christian conservative <laughs> and former county commissioner <laughs> Dean Browning has a burner Twitter account where he pretends to be a black gay man who hates Obama. <laughs> the story is crazy. It's insane. What did he yeah, say, the, Moses? How did this is this is the tweet he accidentally posted on his uh, regular account that sounded the alarm bells. I'm a black gay guy, and I can personally say that Obama did nothing for me. My life only changed a little bit, and it was for the worse. Everything is so much better under Trump, though. I feel respected, which I never do when Democrats are involved. It's written like a fucking child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then so he left it up for a few hours and then tried to say he had accidentally copied and paste pasted it from a follower. And he meant to quote somebody else. <laughs> but then people did some digging. Um, Dan Purdy 322 posted a video to confirm that he was a gay black man who, who voted for Trump. But as it turns out, the guy speaking in that video is Patty LaBelle's son. Oh, wow. So oh, Jesus it's, Christ. the story is still developing, but he's been caught. He has wow. definitely been this is, this posting. Is, they do this all the time. This is not a new thing. This is <clears throat> They do this with their, like, you know, throwaway bot accounts. They're, they're always using, like, stock imagery. This is, this is some offensive shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's also tweeting now like nothing happened. Yep. He's just like, he's like, I can't believe Jimmy Kimmel doesn't have anything better to talk about than my viral moment. My <laughs> like, that's viral, what he said on Twitter should, today. <laughs> you must forgive me. How dare you even uh, point at my sin, my sins? Can, you, can any of you imagine having that level of an embarrassing moment? No. no, and then getting back and on Twitter that after that? Absolutely entitled. not. Uh, that and th- yeah. like, because think about think about b- being that much of an embarrassment and, and exposed to everybody and still having the arrogance of thinking people don't see your shit. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just astonishing. They're so stupid, they don't realize they're stupid. <laughs> it is oh, hilarious. It's, so it's good. just insane. Um stop doing that. Republican men. I know you're like dreaming about being a gay black man, but you know, I, I would like, we should get Samson back on the show and see what he thinks about this. Oh yeah. What's crazy about this tweet is yeah. we're so concerned about Russia and all their fake accounts. It's the freaking Republicans doing it themselves. <laughs> this is their kink. Yeah. <laughs> their kink. It's it, it's it's a truly shit is fucking weird. On to the next story. Mm. Lieutenant Governor of Texas Dan Patrick has announced this week he's offering one million dollars to anyone who can provide proof of voter fraud. <laughs> what the Get hell everybody. does Trump have on Dan Patrick that this dude's willing to spend a million bucks to keep him in office? Mm. Yeah, he's basically telling people to fabricate so-called proof that could keep Trump in office. And that's going to get him a smite from me. <laughs> and did you see this? Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor Fetterman seeks the claim of one million voter fraud from Dan Patrick because he found some voter fraud in Pennsylvania. Have you seen this? Uh, just Ooh. a note. We're, it's certainly not the Dan Patrick we love on ESPN. We're talking about. I no, Moses. Make- I don't know wow. who you're talking about. So, <clears throat> I love Dan Patrick on ESPN. I just want to make that clear. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's immediately who I was thinking of, too, Moses. <laughs> but, um, you know, th- there's this lieutenant governor who he found this case of voter fraud. It was a Trump voter. A Trump voter tried yes. to vote for his dead mother. Good. Oh, Jesus. wow. She can't be president. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that Dan Patrick's going to pay up. This whole thing mm-hmm. is just so sad. They're losing court case after court case. They're admitting, yeah, right, that they have nothing. Yeah. Uh, one of Trump's lawyers literally said in court <laughs> to the judge, we don't have anything. I can't allege fraud. With each passing day, <laughs> it gets more sad and pathetic. 
and I'm enjoying every second of it. On to the next story, (laughs) Jesus. Georgia GOP members make accusations of voter fraud in a letter addressed to the George Secretary of State. (laughs) They can't even spell the state that they live in. Oh. Damn you, autocorrect. How, how they can't find obvious typos? How the hell are they going to find fraud? I think the best part about it is that Marjorie Taylor Greene and Andrew Claude, so she's the QAnon lady from Georgia, one of, I'm sure there are plenty. Um, they both send their names to it as members elect of Congress, which means that they're accepting the results of their elections, but nobody yeah, else's. Yeah, yeah they're, they're fine with all the elections that they won, just not the... You know the presidency, <laughs> and, and or the, the or Georgia runoff, or the Senate runoff yeah. or anything that they don't like. That's all fake and illegal. Ugh. It's like they don't have anything. Um, yeah, it's just it's so sad. Enjoy it. Enjoy this moment of I victory because it. they don't come along often. I hope everybody is fucked and just enjoy these moments. You know, it's just mm, the sweet taste of victory. <laughs> Next story, Price Wallace, a Republican what a state. fucking Republican name. Yes, Price, Price. <laughs> yeah. Wallace. Price Wallace. He Sorry. is a Republican state representative from Mississippi. He called for the state to, quote, secede from the union. No, 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 no. It's succeed. Yeah, yeah just a note for our listeners. He spelled secede. S-U-C-C-E-E. Oh, don't worry, Jesus. Don't worry, Jesus. Yeah. This took me 12 hours of looking at this headline to realize <laughs> why it was funny. He said they want to succeed. <laughs> I thought it was funny simply because he wanted to secede from the union. I, exactly. I know. Oh, these oh, fucking boy. people are so stupid. That's so Mississippi. Oh. He probably can't even spell his own state. What are these fuckers? He can't do that. He never learned that as a kid. What do these fuckers think Biden is going to do? Benjamin, gang, what do you imagine their worst case scenario is? Like, what do these people have nightmares about? Anarchy in the streets. Your taxes are going up. Everything Trump said. They believe it. They buy it all. Yeah, they really think Joe Biden is a socialist. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. I'm a I wish. Joe Biden, I wish. <laughs> I wish he was a socialist. Trust me. You have more in common with Joe Biden's economic policies than you would ever have Biden. So oh. relax. You guys got what you wanted. They globally, they believe this. These lies they spread on Facebook that they, they believe that Joe Biden is not a Christian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they He's not a Christian. He's a Catholic. He goes to church every Sunday. <laughs> Um, yeah. oh, that he, that he, uh, wants abortion, but like for everyone, mandatory. He's been uh, anti-abortion and that, and that, for, I mean, he's been quote, I don't know how he particularly describes it, but he has always expressed in his personal life that he is pro-life and that in his, his life as a politician, he knows that he can't enforce his personal beliefs onto people. Right. You know, they, they just is cool. the things that they it's Thank it's you. nuanced a little it's very strange to hear a nuanced and intelligent um yeah. position in this day and age because these people believe the most ridiculous shit. <laughs> it's if you were wild. like mandatory you they're they believe that you you're that you're gonna be forced to be gay against your will. <laughs> no, Tucker Carlson <laughs> said that they're gonna force you to go to Starbucks. I'm like oh my God. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Yes, he did. Oh, Tucker Carlson's a white supremacist. But um, you're gonna be forced to go to Starbucks and use their cups that don't say "Merry Christmas" on them. What a nightmare! Oh, gonna put in what a fucking nightmare! (laughs) All right, right. let's, let's get on to the next story. Our final story today: Matt Gatz tried to shoot his shot. It's Gates. It's Gates. Jesus is not known for his pronunciation. Yes, I like Matt Gatz though. (laughs) Just go with it. Fuck it. You're Jesus. That's how it's. Matt Gatz. Matt Gatz. Matt. Matt Gatz. Matt Gatz. (laughs) 
Nuggets. Matt Gates tried to shoot his shot with Tiffany Trump, and Twitter is grossed <laughs> out. Matt, that was disgusting. Holy Matt Spirit, explain up. to me what happened here. So I was on Twitter last night, and I saw Matt was trending, and I was like, what did this motherfucker do? And so I, I looked, and he had retweet Tiffany Trump tweeted a picture of herself in this red dress in the White House, I'm assuming. I'm in a hallway that it was scary. The hallway was scary and she was standing there in this dress. And I don't and she posted it with a heart emoji okay. because that's what she did. And then he retweeted it with a um with a fire emoji, a heart emoji, heart eyes emoji, and a thumbs up emoji. Oh. Now what? she just responded a couple hours ago, you know. What did she say? She responded, she quote tweeted retweeted. She retweeted his response and she put smiley face american flag and a heart uh, what what the fuck oh, is happening this is happening freaks. wow what does why did he put the thumbs up because yeah. what, what do you think up. it means hey, hey looking good <laughs> yeah. you're a-okay like- what is the it's thumbs like trying, up it's like trying it's like going on a date and trying to give your girl a high five at the end of the date it's like there we <laughs> it is like that it's something i don't know <laughs> what, what do you think it means holy spirit the thumbs up um yeah. In this context, I, I can tell you're offended by it. Well, I just because he had like the the hearts and then the fire, and so it's like okay, I if I were you know a person that wanted to fuck you, I would want to fuck you. But here's a thumbs up. Tell your dad to please text me back. I don't know. I like <laughs> the I, thumbs I think, up uh, is so I, formal. Th- yeah, I right. think it's code. F- I think it's code for uh, hey, Nestor's out of town. You want to hook up? Oh, he's desperately what? trying to become a Trump. Yeah, he's trying to get. In- Getting that family. No offense, but he's gonna have to dress a little bit better to, to do anything. Like, yeah. did you Will see, he like, though? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not classist like that, right? So right. I'm just making this analysis through their own lens. Like for the folks you hang around, bro, you gotta, you gotta step up your game a little bit. You look like Beavis and Butthead out there. <laughs> His head is giant. Was not expecting that. Um, Matt Trump. Has such a you know what's funny is he gets treated like one of Trump's sons. He show he does everything for this guy, everything, yeah. and he he he's like next to him or he's at a rally, you know, just maskless at one of his rallies, oh. and Trump doesn't even know his name. He called him like <laughs> didn't he call him Rick Gates or something? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's hilarious. Oh. Oh. You know. Uh. Is it, oh. it is so poetic what happens on that other side of the table? Like uh, that, you couldn't write a script better than that one, right? <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> the writers are are amazing. A little too on the nose, <laughs> Dad. You unfortunately got dragged into this too. What Twitter user Popat tweeted: Matt Gates creeping on Tiffany Trump is peak. I would not need to know these people exist, let alone shudder over their behavior in a universe supervised by a benevolent god with even modest management skills. Oh. Wow. Ouch. Okay, well. Dig you know, your management skills. I, what, am I, what else am I supposed to do, okay? I'm certified <laughs> project management. It's, it's not, there's nothing I can do, okay? And sometimes shit is crazy. You know, you're a project manager. You're trying, you know, I'm a general manager of the universe. It's like when you're playing Sims and then you forget that you're doing that for a while. Like you don't go back to the game for a little bit. You do the best you can. You know, Mm -hmm. you're spinning plates and every, every once in a while a Matt Gates drops (laughs) and it's just. Yeah. But I don't, I don't blame God any more than I blame the devil. I I blame our humanity. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Exactly. Like, when do humans ever take a little bit of responsibility? Because <laughs> we sh- we could do some pretty bad shit without the need of you know, of a devil. So <laughs> exactly, I, I, I almost feel like they invented me just to blame shit on me. <laughs> I think they did. <sighs> All right. Well, it's time for our new commandment of the week. This one goes out to Matt Gatz. I love Matt Gatz. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shall not be thirsty on Maine. I'm talking to you, Matt Rick Gates, first of his name, single stepfather of Nestor, whatever the fuck that means. Explain to me how I made the human body 60% water, but you're still this thirsty. You realize she's your boss's kid, right? I have to ask because I'm not sure even he realizes it. 
You're creeping everybody out, Rick Matt. Stop that. Bad. <laughs> I understand you want to marry your way into the Trump family just in time for their downfall. And Tiffany here is your last hope. But damn, man, be cool. 2020 has been a hard enough year without people having to see you be horny on Maine for your boss's kid. If it were my kid, you'd be fired. Aww. So should I not retweet this picture of uh, Jesus with a cowboy emoji, tongue emoji, man with a wrench emoji, and a water droplets emoji? Hey. Is there a thumbs up? I am not a poivet. Then post away. Here endeth the lesson. The Lord has spoken. Help us grow our flock by telling a friend that the God Pod is frigging hilarious. Tell a friend today.